Hi, everyone. I did this podcast because I am really sensing and feeling the pain that everybody's in right now and the stress. And I just wanted to offer some really helpful tools. These are tools that I go to all the time when I need to manage my own stress. I know that I'm really feeling it. Everything's starting to mount up. So I wanted to share with you that I have uh, recorded several episodes prior to the launch date. And obviously, we're in a much different situation right now. For instance, I uh, talk about going to a concert. That was many weeks ago but times are changing. So I wanted to release this podcast so that you'd be able to start getting some relief. I hope that these tools and techniques that I teach in this podcast really help you to find some peace, relieve some of the stress and shift your energy so that you can stay in the present moment and make the best decisions for yourself and for your family. So I invited my friend Mark and the producer on the show to help work through some of these emotions. So you'll be able to do some tapping along with us, as well as in the beginning of the episode, you'll hear some of the meditations that I recommend or some of the other techniques that might be really helpful. Let's get started. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right. I'm going to just share what it's been like for me as a mom going through this whole situation with the coronavirus. Whew. <laughs> so it just feels like I got to keep taking huge deep breaths. There's a couple of things that we can do as moms and dads of the situation. Anybody who's finding themselves feeling trapped or worried about what is happening you know, stress really is the number one thing that's going to cause anybody to get sick. That's not debatable. That's definitely proven by science. In fact, it could be as much as 90% of the reason why people get sick. What we want to do is we want to lower our stress. And there's many different ways that you can do that. And one of the ways that I love to do it, obviously, is meditation. Not everybody's into meditation. But I was just going to give you guys this meditation that I used to do that might be really, really helpful for the planet right now. And it really made me feel good. So I'm going to just describe the meditation and then you can go into your own meditation and do it yourself at your leisure. So when I was first starting out meditating, what I would do is I would imagine sending out love from my heart to the local area. So I would start with my town. And then I would spread out to the counties and then the full state. And I'd imagine all these people coming out from their windows, reaching out and grabbing the love. I would then continue to go across the United States. Just imagine seeing their faces and feeling the love and, and the connection with them. As I would continue to do that, I could feel the expansion within myself, but also the expansion of the planet. And I'd work my way all the way around the whole world imagining everybody reaching out and collecting the love that I was sending to them. And at the very end, I'd give Mother Earth just a big hug and thank her for everything that she's done. And then I would leave the meditation. It was pretty simple. That was all that I did was just imagine delivering love to everybody on the planet. 
no judgment, no saying this person doesn't deserve it. Everybody was just going to get it. And it really, I feel like helped raise my vibration quite high. And I'm sure it was very healing for the planet as well. So another thing that I wanted to talk about is very simple. And what you can do when you're finding yourself panicking in the moment, you can trace your triple warmer meridian. So this is the meridian that starts near your eye. And so what you're going to want to do is you want to put your hands up by your temples, then trace backwards around behind your ears, come all the way down to your heart space, and you're going to want to put your hands on your chest. So one hand on top of the other and stay there for about 20 seconds. So that's going to release oxytocin, which is going to help with uh, feeling like you're bonding with others and relax your body. There's a lot of benefits to oxytocin. So it's really great at these times where we're being socially isolated or doing social distancing and no hugging and things like that to hug the people that you can. My wife and I do a 20-second hug every single day before she goes to work to help reset our bodies, to help with the connection, to help with you know the oxytocin flowing. And then anytime we feel like we need it, we will we'll, you know, have a 20-second hug and we do it with our son because it also helps him. So anybody can benefit from hugs. In fact, they think that, you know, in order to be really healthy, you need to get 12 hugs a day. So at this time, we're going to want to just stick with the people that we can get the hugs from that, that are safe. Another amazing meditation that's really easy to do that can really get you out of this panic when you have the opportunity to do it is to imagine yourself growing roots out of your feet and connecting with the core of the earth. So what you're going to want to think about is these roots growing from the bottom of your feet, going through, since I was a science teacher, we'll go through (laughs) each layer, going through the crust, and then going through the mantle, down into the core. There's actually an inner and outer core if you really care. (laughs) And then grabbing along around that core, And really just imagine giving it a tug. And then what we're going to feel is that resistance, you know, like it's pulling on us. And that's going to make us feel really grounded. And it really is helpful for our first chakra, which is our uh, root chakra, which is where we store information around safety or sense of community. So the best way to look at it is right now, all of our safeties are being threatened. So we feel threatened because Maybe we might not get enough toilet paper or we may not be able to make money or our business is suffering. There's a lot of reasons why we're feeling this pain or this trauma in our first chakra. Certainly one of them is also because a lot of our activities are getting canceled and things are happening that are out of our control and and there's things are needing to be rearranged on the spot. Like I got an email and then the next day my kid wasn't in school, like just no time to plan and, and it's really stressful for people. And so I want to go back to that idea of like how stress mounts and we need to just keep handling the stress as it comes. So it's really the accumulation of stress that causes us to get sick. Like I said, in the moment, if you can do these things, such as retracing the the triple warmer meridian, if you can put your hands over your heart, if you can do EFT, which we're going to go into, or doing this world meditation so you can feel like you're giving back and helping to heal people. I'll tell you, when I was living in New York City and learning all this stuff, it was really hard for me to see people suffering. And um, the best thing that I had heard was just to send love to those that were suffering where we felt like, you know, I felt like I couldn't help them because I didn't know them or I I didn't have much resources at the time because I was young. 
we can't help everybody either. You know, we need to take care of ourselves as well. So there has to be a nice balance there of like what you can do and what you can't do. Sending love is pretty free and pretty easy to do if you're open to it. Another thing that's really great to help reset your brain and body is thinking about all the things that you're grateful for. That will definitely add up and will help to reframe your mindset into a place of feeling like there's abundance versus a lack. Because what you wind up doing is you wind up thinking about all the things that you do have. And so therefore, you shift out of this lack mentality. You, you know, it adds up. So when you're saying what you're grateful for, it really relaxes the body. You get into receiving mode. You get into a healing mode. So really what we're talking about with all of this stuff is that stress is when we are in the fight or flight state. Let's talk about that. So there's a couple of things that we want to talk about when we are trying to heal our body or shift our mindset. In order to do that, we need to be in the parasympathetic state. But most of us, when we're stressed out, are in the sympathetic state. So that means that our body's in fight or flight. Our energy is going to our extremities. We're not digesting our food properly. We can't even think clearly. I was just talking to Mark about how this stress is really adding up this week. We're doing the launch for the podcast. You know, my son all of a sudden is not going to school. I lost my dog earlier in the week. I ate some things that I wasn't supposed to because I was upset, you know, about losing my dog. And so a lot of things are starting to feel like out of my power or out of my control. And so that will add up no matter how much work you've done. <laughs> I'm really feeling it right now even though I have so many different tools and it's when we are stressed, it is the most important time for us to be using our tools to clear our energy, to reset the body, however it is that feels good to you. So there's two ways to really shift your mindset. One is to stack the evidence. So it's a longer process, but certainly it's quite easy for you to do. If you're wanting to shift out of this craziness you're going to want to look at all the evidence that supports that you're okay, right? So you might list on a piece of paper, you might say, you know, I have enough toilet paper, the grocery store is right down the street, I have neighbors who will support me if I need it, or give me the things that I need. My business has survived other issues that similar to this, you know, I've had to close down my business or I've had less customers. You know, these are things that you're going to want to stack the evidence for and you want to say, I'm currently healthy, my kids are healthy, my partner's healthy, I actually don't know anybody who has it right now. These are all kinds of things that you want to stack. You might also say, we're not going to school, so that's probably minimizing our risk. I personally wear a aura ring. So that aura ring tells me how, what my readiness is for the day. And I've been keeping track of that because it's an indicator of my overall health. So like if that starts to tank, I know that I'm probably going to get sick or I'm more vulnerable to getting sick because my number is much lower. It shows that my readiness is not great. It means that I haven't been sleeping well or I haven't been exercising well or I haven't been taking time to meditate, or I've been eating foods that are you know, causing my heart rate to go up high and I'm not recovering as fast. For me, that's a great indicator where I can just have it be a no-brainer you know, in terms of, am I going to get sick? Am I vulnerable? Because really, like I said, stress adds up and it results in physical things that happen, like you have sleepless nights or you are eating the wrong things or you aren't exercising and that will show up if you have a ring or, or a, um, a tracker. So that can be something that you might want to stack the evidence from. 
The other way to shift your mindset very quickly and even faster than stacking the evidence is just to do the tapping, to do EFT. EFT is phenomenal for shifting our mindset because it lowers our cortisol levels within our body so that we can shift out of this fight or flight. Like within one hour of tapping, research shows that your cortisol levels drop by 24%, which is huge. It also turns on 72 genes for healing. For that reason alone, tapping is amazing. But what I've seen with tapping is that it can really address some underlying emotional issues that are stuck or the energy that might be stuck in the body that might be causing you to feel like you're on repeat. It's almost like, but are we going to be okay? But are we going to be okay? But are we going to be okay? Is it okay to do this? Is it okay to do that? Tapping will help to relax that. It maybe won't go away entirely, but the body doesn't need to feel like it's in panic mode all the time. It's okay to check in every once in a while. It also helps to move out those times that your body might be focusing on where you didn't have enough resources and didn't survive. And this might be from other lifetimes. It could be coming from other people like your parents. It could be coming from places that you're not even aware of. It also could be coming from past experiences where let's say you were in third grade and you wanted to do a science project and you didn't have the supplies for it and nobody was going to get them for you. It can be triggered from something as long ago as that or even sooner than that. It could be you were in your crib and you were crying and your mom didn't come and get you. It could be whatever you made of it in that moment where you just felt like, I don't get what I need. So what we're going to do is we're going to do some tapping on that idea that our needs are not going to be met, that things are out of my control, that I need to be sensing danger or how my needs won't be met. Like we want to be using our intuition for good. We want to be using our intuition to create the life that we want. We don't want to be using our intuition to be sensing the dangers that might be coming because essentially what we're doing is we're creating that reality. So I want to take a step back for just a moment to talk about something that's really amazing about everything that's going on, which is to see how interconnected we really are. A lot of people tend to think that we're really separate when in reality, we're not. We're really interdependent of each other. I mean, we're starting to see the effects of the lack of resources coming from China, let's say, and that you know we really do depend on them. We also depend on our grocery store clerks to show up and stack the uh, shelves. You know, we're we're realizing that there's a lot more here that's going on that we've been lucky to not have to really deal with, but now we are dealing with it. And you know, one of them is the medical industry. But it's important to realize that we have more control than what we're really being led to believe based on the media. So taking our vitamins and eating good food when we can, making good choices for our body, getting outside in the sunshine, trying these other things to shift our mindset or calm our body down, such as meditation or tapping, really is going to help us to weather the storm. Because unfortunately, it's not really going to be going away anytime soon. At least for me, three weeks is what I've got my son home for. And then it's to be determined after that. You know, and I just want to say from one mom to the other parents out there, it's really hard breaking your kid's heart and saying, okay, you're not going to school. You're not going to see your friends the same way. You're not going to play football like you've been looking forward to. And 
it's hard just that alone, just, you know, looking at your kids and saying, I really don't have a lot of answers for you. And it's really hard to explain something like this to it, especially a young kid. A lot of times we just need to say, like, we're just human and we're trying to do this the best we can. Nobody's ever, like they keep saying, it's unprecedented. And that's really what it's been. It's like, we don't know what to do. We're in a very different society. But I choose to look at the good that might be coming from all this, right? So there's going to be some awakenings around how interconnected we are, how we need to rearrange things, how we need to support each other, how much we really do need each other versus this like, you know, every man out for himself kind of mentality that we've been having. And I also am wondering like what the planet is going to experience in terms of pollution and maybe we're going to realize, oh, it doesn't make so much sense to be receiving all of our goods from other places. And maybe that's going to heal Mother Earth. So we don't know all the things that are going to shift in terms of how much better this our country or our world will be because of this. But there are moments that people are talking about where other people are helping people or going around and giving flyers to the people like th- that are older that might need help that maybe don't have family around. So we're starting to come together in, in ways that were unexpected. And we're starting to see some generosity. Like I just saw that Zoom, the owner of Zoom is, is allowing kids K to 12 to use their platform so that they can see their friends or receive some lessons and things like that from teachers. Anyway, without further ado, <laughs> let's get into the tapping. So I brought Mark here to uh, help me work out these uh, emotions and things. He mentioned to me, as well as many other friends, family, and clients, about how difficult this time really is for them. And I promised that I would help him feel a little bit better about everything. Yes. Welcome, Mark. So Mark is my producer, and he's also going to be on several podcasts. I love Mark because he's sort of at a beginner level. Would you say a beginner level? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So to you, yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So Mark, you know, he's done tapping a few times. He's not always convinced or or maybe I should let you answer that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm certainly working more closely with you now on this podcast. I've certainly come around a lot more to tapping and EFT, but yeah, just for no reason, except probably like other people who are first being introduced to it, I was skeptical of it. I just didn't believe that it could actually help until, of course, I started trying it. Uh, and, and that made a big difference. <laughs> right. It's super goofy, right? It's like I resisted it for a long time until I heard the science. And for me, that was like the thing that really changed my mind. Yeah. And I should say, you know, the same thing. And I think I say it on a future episode as well. Just even meditation, I felt the same way about. But now I meditate every single day and I love it. And I love how I feel after I do it. So, you know, it's just another tool that when it's first introduced, just like anything else in your life, first introduced something different. You don't know how to respond to it. You may even just push it away. But once you try it, it really can change a lot going on with you in your life. Right. I I did write a blog about that. So we can put that in the show notes. To me, it's like when you've got your iPhone in like, let's say 2006, and you had to learn the platform and all that. But then you started to realize, oh, this is a lot easier than me carrying around, you know, my camera, my email, my... My flip phone. Right, yeah. I got a flip phone and I crushed it the first day I got it. I had the camera and I was so upset. <laughs> it's like back in the day when those things happened, it was like everything. Like you're like, no. Right. <laughs> now it's a lot easier to get those things repaired. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of steps to doing EFT. I mean, 
it's not that many, but certainly there's a lot of different points and some people can be put off by the fact that there's points. If you forget a point, it's not a big deal. If you do it wrong, it's not a big deal. It's energy. You're going to move out. Your intent is to move out that energy. You know, if you are not close to the dot or the point, you know, it's fine. I always tell people it's better just to do it than to not. Right. That's just it. It doesn't have to be a perfect way of doing it. And of course, people will hear me saying that, talking about my issues with perfection. Part of this process is saying what it is that's bothering you out loud. A lot of us always internalize our stress and our anxiety, but being able just to even say it out loud validates it and helps let it go. Right. Uh, so if nothing else, you're, you're just at least validating your feelings and you feel better by doing that. Absolutely. I love the fact that it gives that opportunity just to talk about it. I mean, it really, in that talking about it, you're honoring your body, you're honoring your energy, and, and it takes so much energy to hold off those emotions that it's better just to process them and then feel better, you know, right. take the time, you know, sometimes it can only be, needs to be five minutes, you know, like just to be like, gosh, even though I'm like really upset right now, I deeply love and accept myself. It can be enough to get you out of that fight or flight. You know, I know for myself, I had to take my dog to the vet and I couldn't find my son because he decided not to get off the bus and all that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to find him. And like, I was panicking as a mother. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just a miscommunication about what class he was supposed to be going to. And as soon as I found him, I grabbed my dog, went to the vet and then I like got to the vet and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to her. Like, you know, in a very logical way, but with my panic mode, I knew that I was in reptilian brain and that's not where you want to communicate what you're seeing and knowing about your dog and you know, how she can help you. So on my way to the vet, I was tapping, you know, as I'm driving and my son was like, gosh, you got so upset, mom. That's so funny. And I was like, well, at least he finds it funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like we sometimes really really need to just shift quickly. And so like I said, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. I was just tapping underneath my nose while I was driving. I was saying a little bit out loud because my son was in the car. I didn't want him thinking some terrible things. It's important to be able to shift quickly. And this is something that can help you with that. So let's get started. Today, we're 100% working on a healing for the lack of safety that we're feeling both with getting sick, but also with our needs not being met or like that we're being ostracized from community where we live, you know, we are here to connect. And so when we are told that we can't connect on a deep subconscious spiritual level, it really does freak us out. And something that's important to know is that the heart chakra or the heart energy is actually one of the strongest energies in the whole body. And it really helps to organize the field. So it's really important to take care of your emotions, your heart. And we want to have what's called a uh, great heart rate variability, which means that there's variability within each heartbeat. So it's like not a consistent heartbeat. A consistent heartbeat actually means a stressed body. So when there's variability, it means that you're more flexible or you can go with the flow or you, you can handle stress better. And you can change your heart rate variability in just eight weeks with meditation. I think it's only like 10 minutes a day. And that means that you'll be able to handle stress better. But um, tapping, again, will also help to handle that aspect of your heart. It will help to move out the emotions and change your heart rate variability so that it's a lot better. 
So on my aura ring, it tells me what my heart rate variability was over the night, which is awesome because I can tell when it's like straight across or almost straight across that I'm super stressed or about to get sick. When there's a lot of variability, um, I'm like, woohoo, <laughs> yeah. I've been doing the right things. I, you know, I got a good balance going on. You know, an interesting thing to think about is, uh, I guess it was, yeah, it wasn't this past Christmas. It was the Christmas before my partner got the flu and her readiness went from being in the 80s and 90s down to 44. So she wow. had the flu and she was at 44. And um, her heart rate variability was just like this like flat line. It was like scary. I was like, oh my gosh, you might have to go to the hospital. It was like freaking <laughs> us out. But my heart rate variability or my readiness, I should say, was in the 80s. And as soon as it went from 80s into the 60s and I hadn't like, let's say, been up all night, I hadn't been eating the things I wasn't supposed to be eating. Those are going to drop your readiness, obviously. But when it dropped like that, I was like, oh, I'm canceling clients. I'm going to take naps. I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to do immune boosting things. And sure enough, it went from 60 back up to 80 mm -hmm. um, the next day. So this is something how you can really prepare your body or prepare for what might be coming. You know, your body gets sick because it's vulnerable. So we want to be able to mitigate those kinds of risks. So okay. let's take a deep breath in and out. And we're going to start tapping right on the fatty part of the hand. And Yep, underneath the pinky. So this is going to help to release some of that heart stuff that's going on. There's some grief going on from loss, you know, whether it's telling your kid that they're missing out on a bunch of things, whether you're missing out on a bunch of things, whether or not you are afraid for your family, like there's grief in there for everyone that's going through this. Mm -hmm. So let's take a deep breath in and out. Again, breathing is so important because it tells the body that you're okay, that you're still alive, <laughs> sends a good signal to the whole body. Let's uh, take a deep breath in and out. And we're going to say, even though, even though I've been feeling this stress, I've been feeling this stress, like things are outside of my control, like things are outside of my control. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. So we're going to say that we love and accept ourselves when we're doing EFT or something similar. So you could say, I'm okay with the situation, or I would like to be okay, or I'm a good person. Something that kind of gives us a little bit of relief. So let's take another deep breath in and out. So we're going to go to the top of the head. And also, by the way, we can take a number um, in the beginning and say, how much are we stressed out? And I would say that many of us are probably around a nine or a 10. <laughs> You can be specific and say, I am losing my mind because my kids are home in my space and I'm not used to it. Or you can say, I'm really worried about my business, you know, at a 10, you know, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to make ends meet. You know, you use this time, this tapping time to uh, move out the energy that you need to move out. So I'll just give you some examples as we go. So take a deep breath in and out. We're going to say, even though. Even though. My stress level's at a nine. My stress level is at a nine. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Even though all these things are happening. Even though all of these things are happening. So we're feeling, because we're all energetic, the stress, even if we're, we're good, like we're feeling the stress of other people around us. You know, whether it's on Facebook, like reading other people's panic or the news, we're getting it also from other places. So it's important to just breathe through it and recognize that some of this stress is not even ours. So let's take a deep breath in and out. Let's go to the um, inner eyebrow. 
We're going to say, even though I'm super stressed about everything that's going on. I'm super stressed about everything going on. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it. Good. Take a deep breath in and out. Do you feel that in your throat, Mark? I do. Yeah. It's kind of like wanting to scream or wanting to just like go, like, (laughs) you know, just let it out and just find some relief. So we're going to take a deep breath in and out. And we're going to go to the outside of the eye. So this is basically your temples? It's actually right at the corner of the eyes. So okay. you, if you can get close to it, otherwise, it's, like I said, it's just energy. You're in the area. It should be all right. The energy that's around the eyes where we're talking about, like the outside of the eye and then the inner eyebrow, that's around anger and frustration. So sometimes it's helpful to know like what might be stuck there and you might want to just go there. Like under the eye, a lot of people are really suffering with control and that's where a lot of control energy is. So we're going to go under the eye now. If you actually want to slow down your tapping and feel for a divot, there's a divot on where your bone is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually the point. But if you don't feel comfortable hitting that, especially since we're not supposed to be touching your faces, all right. um, (laughs) make sure you washed your hands or used hand sanitizer before and after this. Anyway, so we'll tap under the eye. We're going to say, even though I'm feeling a lack of control over my circumstances. I'm feeling a lack of control under my circumstances. Over, over my circumstances. Over my circumstances. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Can you feel a lot of that leaving through your feet, Mark? I actually, I'm, I'm feeling it leaving around my eyes. You know, I feel like that stress, that tension leaving around my eyes. Good. I was feeling, because um, I'm also experiencing some of this, so this is definitely helping me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going down the back of my legs, down my feet, down into the earth to be recycled into more useful energy. Because energy can't be created or destroyed, so it just needs to be transformed into something else. So let's take a deep breath in and out. And now I see we're tapping underneath our nose, right? Yeah, so I went down underneath the nose and this spot is one of my favorite spots because it really helps to link the mind and the body. So the mind might be saying, well, I've, I've gathered my supplies, I've stayed at home, we're washing our hands, we're of the age group that's not at risk, right? Like you could be stacking that evidence, but if your body's remembering a time when you were not safe or um, you didn't have the things you needed, you know, like I said, like this could be from the crib when you wanted a bottle, had a wet diaper or something like that, you know, our brains will make sense of the world in ways that we are not always aware of. So we might have said, well, geez, my, my needs aren't always met, you know, and I need to go out and get them for myself. Like uh, nobody's going to help me. You know, that could be a program that you have. Right. So let's take a deep breath in and out. And this is where the brain and the body are going to start to shift to realize that like your mom probably showed up or your dad showed up, you know, in the middle of the night many, many times to change your diaper or give you a bottle and that you were okay and that you didn't wind up malnourished or whatever, that you wound up getting a diaper, whatever it is that you needed. So you're trying to shift from remembering that one time where you were threatened because that's what your body's meant to do is to remember those times where you were at risk of dying or at risk of not getting what you needed and then therefore could die. So we just want to shift from remembering that to remembering all the times that we're okay. So take a deep breath in and out. This really needs to be a mind and body experience. You know, the mind a lot of times is on a different page than the body and we're just linking them up by tapping under the nose. Take a deep breath in and out. Even though... 
No. My needs might not have been met at some time. My needs might not have been met at some time. Good. I'm, I'm starting to yawn, which is an indication that unconscious energy is leaving. So my body essentially is remembering a time that my needs weren't met and releasing that energy. Take another deep breath in and out. Even though my needs have not been met at times in the past. Even though my needs may not have been met at times in the past. Good. I still love and accept myself. Still love and accept myself. What I felt there was uh, what I would call like a shift in terms of my body was like, but you're all right. Mm -hmm. So there's still the, the, did you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. So right now we're right at that middle stage where we're like ready to really shift. It's called your reticular activating system. We're shifting to see that we were still okay. Even though our needs were not like completely met at that time, we still were able to survive. So the next time we say it again, it'll probably solidify it and our reticular activating system will shift. So take a deep breath in and out. Even though my needs were not met at that time. Even though my needs were not met at that time. I still love and accept myself. I still love and accept myself. Let me ask you, did you hear anything, Mark, or feel anything? No, I didn't actually. So what I felt was, oh, that's old news. That happened in the past. That's not happening right now. So Mm -hmm. I I got shifted right into the present moment where I'm safe. You know, I have everything that I need. You know, I'm well, according to my aura ring (laughs) Uh Um, and myself. So it's a thing of the past. It's distance now. It's not like tuned up to a 10 or a volume of 11 or whatever, you know, within my body. I'm like, oh, okay, that that happened, but it's, it's all good. So let's take a deep breath in and out. And I want anybody who's out there to pay attention. It'll start to feel like a lie. So let's go to the next tapping point just because we've been tapping under the nose. The other one is um, on our chin. So we're going to say, even though, even though there was that time that I didn't have everything I needed. There was that time that I didn't have everything I needed. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Just curious. Did you feel that tension leaving your back, your neck and your shoulders? I felt it more like back of like my upper back. Yeah, yeah, upper back, shoulders. Yeah, yeah. so basically what I sometimes see is it's almost like opening up a soda can or like um, draining out a pipe. You know, when we, we say these things, the uh, fight or flight response really starts to leave and um, the energy that was stuck in the amygdala, which is in the brain and it stores stress, really starts to release and let it go. And I felt like the shoulders relaxing and, and him feeling safer. So. Let's Let me go. ask you something, Amy, sure. uh, for the listeners. What would you say to them if they're saying, well, I'm not feeling any of this, what Amy and Mark are saying they're feeling? What, what would your response be to that? It does not matter if you're feeling something or not. It really doesn't. Your body is changing. Not everybody can feel energy the way that I feel it or maybe you feel it. Um, I've definitely worked with a lot of people who haven't felt it, but then felt better at the end. You know, haven't been able to really pinpoint. It's really something that comes uh, with practice, being able to recognize what's going on in the body. So the point is, is that the body is releasing that energy. The body is getting a reset. Um, you are healing. You don't have to necessarily feel where it's always releasing. Okay. Okay. But it's good. It's good information, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm sure you had plenty of tension in your neck and shoulders that like, you're now like, wow, now I know I don't really have that there. You know, right. they're starting to relax, right. which is much better. So take a deep breath in and out. And if let's, let's talk about how 
the interesting part of how we've always been talking about energy, just didn't realize it. So the weight of the world on our shoulders <laughs> often gets released when we do tapping, when we talk about like the weight of the world is on our shoulders, right? I just said, you know, we're all feeling what humanity is going through, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's picking it up through our local community or worldwide, you know, we have a sense of everybody is suffering to a degree right now, mm-hmm. you know? And that weight of the world is on our shoulders of like providing for our family, making sure everybody's safe. You might even have the weight of the world for your business on your shoulders, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so this is just another way you can even say, I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders right now. Like you can honor your shoulders and your back and your energy that's been holding all that. So we could, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's take a deep breath in and out. We're going to go to uh, K27, which is like two points that are underneath the collarbone. So I like to do a C and be able to hit both of them, but, or you can do two hands and uh, tap each point. So we're going to say, even though, even I, f- though? I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders right now. I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders right now. Ooh. Take a deep breath in and out. I forgot we were going to check in with uh, that feeling of, even though my needs weren't met. So let's do that. Even though, even though my needs weren't met at that time. My needs weren't met at that time. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. How did you feel, Mark? Did you pick up anything there? I didn't. So uh, what I felt was like a ping in the third chakra or or over the stomach that was like, that's old news. Like, I don't need that information anymore. So again, if you don't pick up anything, totally fine. I'm just super good at reading what might be happening. So take a deep breath in and out. We're going to go over the heart. So just tap lightly. So this is where our thymus is. And we're just going to talk about some of the grief we might be having because this is a good spot to really say like... And you say over the heart, but I'm watching you and it's more center chest, right? Yes, you're right. You're right. Center chest. So... um, like almost your sternum, but above your sternum. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's where the, the thymus is. And it's just a good spot to tap. I, I just find that it really helps reset. It's not actually part of standard EFT. Okay. But I really feel like it should be. So we can take this opportunity to talk about like the frustrations we might be having. Like I don't have any arts and crafts. I mean, that was the first thing I did. I have a five-year-old at home. I was like, I need right. some arts and I need to refill all our arts and crafts, you know, or get some puzzles or something like that, you know, to help pass the time. So what we're going to say is like, even though I don't know what I'm going to do with my kid for the next three weeks, that's going to make him and I happy, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a kid, you could just say my family, right? Right. Yeah. Or I miss my family. Like personally, my family is 3000 miles away or 2000 miles away. I miss them. I wish I could be there with them. I, you know, right. there's nothing more than the feeling of being with family, right? For a lot of people in terms of safety. I mean, that's our original tribe, right? That's where we feel most connected because we have the same genes, you know, we have a lot of the same experiences, especially childhood experiences. So we just feel safest around them. We also feel like we can let go and we can lash out and we can crumble in front of them. We feel like, you know, when we're not with family, like we have to hold it together a little bit more, or we feel like we can maybe ask them for more than, than we would a neighbor or a friend. So if you're going through any of that stuff, you can say, even though I feel alone in this, I deeply love and accept myself. Mm-hmm even though I don't feel like I have the support I need, or I feel like I want to be with my family just because I want to do that. Or I feel like I want to be with my family. Yeah. I deeply love and accept myself. 
I deeply love and accept myself. Good. Take a huge deep breath in and out. That was a big one. And we're going to go to um, where a woman would have her bra line. So a little bit below the armpit. Right. Like kind of your rib cage on the side. Yeah. Right? Like right on your rib cage on your side and um, probably like a hands width down from your armpit. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not important necessarily like that we hit the exact spot. It still helps. And this may be sore for some people. A lot of yeah, times it is. It sore is. For me. Yeah, yeah. So that's, there's some reasons for that because there's a lot of congestion of energy there. So this is a good spot to talk about the worry and the anger that we might be going through. So the worry about the future, the anger we may be experiencing, that things are seem to be out of our control. I mean, I'm angry <laughs> that I can't yeah. go on my vacation, right? Right. Um, I'm like, now we might be out the money, you know, I have to figure out that, you know, so there's a lot of things that are being disrupted. And I just didn't want to be dealing with that after... Um, we're going to be doing this podcast launch. It's like, gosh, now I need another thing on my plate. Right. So that's a great spot to be talking about the things that you might be worried about or angry about. So let's take a deep breath in and out. And we're going to go back to the hand. So it's the fat part of the hand right below the pinky. You can do either side. I get that asked all the time. It's like, which side should I do? Is Or should I switch? You know, just do what feels right. You know, I personally like to always tap on my left. (laughs) I rarely tap on my right. Mm. Even though. Even though. I'm experiencing all this suffering. I'm experiencing all of this suffering. Good. So what I felt was like, there's not all that much suffering. It's what it's perceived suffering, right? Yeah. Did you feel that? Yes. So like you're okay right now. So Mm -hmm. for those out there that are really feeling that, like when we were talking about tapping, we were saying, you know, I'm feeling that suffering we're able to really separate, oh, I am picking up everybody else's feelings around this, right? That I'm okay. And that's great evidence for people to realize that they are connected to the collective. Hmm. They're connected to the quantum field and the suffering. One of my friends asked me, like, what do you think about this? And, I, and you know, he was asking me about numbers and th- stuff like that. I was like, hell no, I'm not tuning into that. Right. <laughs> I do not want, first of all, things can change very rapidly. So that's one of the reasons why I don't like predicting the futures because, you know, this podcast, let's say, went out and it helped so many people and then they help people and then they help people. That changes the course of things. There's a lot of people that are stepping up right now to help and that will change the course of how we experience this. So I don't like tuning into the suffering of the collective. I like to look at what I'm feeling and sensing and then move that out. And that helps to heal the collective. Right. Sure. Because we're all connected. So let's take a deep breath in and out. And now we're tapping on the head. Yes, we are. Okay. So a lot of emotions can be stuck up here. Um, I know my mom who had a stroke, actually several strokes, she winds up collecting a lot of energy up here. And mm. so when we tap, we have to tap really lightly uh-huh. um, for her, but it really helps her because she winds up um, getting frustrated at times uh, and kind of like has organization of her thought is a little bit difficult for her. So yeah. So kind of like the energy kind of accumulates here. And then when she releases it, she feels a lot better. So let's take a deep breath in and out. So even though, even though I have all these feelings around what's happening in this world, I have all these feelings, what's happening going on in this world. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Even though I'm feeling powerless right now, even though I'm feeling powerless right now, I deeply love and accept myself. 
I deeply love and accept myself. So when I said I'm feeling powerless right now, for me, what I was able to do was actually feel the evidence for how I do have power, right? So like I have my ring, that my aura ring that I, I know that I'm, I'm healthy. I have, you know, my closet stocked with things that I might need and that the world is really okay, that people are doing what they need to be doing and well, mostly everybody right. is, you know, there are people obviously suffering and there is pandemonium, both emotionally and physically people are suffering. Mm-hmm. Some of it's just perceived stress. Some of it's actual stress. Some of it's actual sickness. So let's take a deep breath in and out. One thing that I think that the collective is realizing is just how important health is, right? All of a sudden people are like, well, what can I do to help myself? You know, whereas that was not the focus of the majority of the people in the United States, at least. So let's take a deep breath in and out. Let's go to the inner eyebrow. And we're going to say, even though. Even though. I've been feeling very angry. I've been feeling very angry. Very angry about the circumstances. Very angry about the circumstances. Angry about, I heard someone say that hearing her husband breathe. (laughs) (laughs) because they're in like close quarters right you know just pick whatever it is that's really frustrating to you and just talk about it so even though i'm angry about my circumstances even though i'm angry about my circumstances i want to be able to go out i want to be able to go out i want my kids to go back to school (laughs) i want my kids to go back to school i deeply love and accept myself i deeply love and accept myself even though even though i have all this extra time I have all this extra time. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. So we are getting time back, right? So so a lot of people are working from home. I feel like I've lost time though because I have my my son home. But at the same time, that's just right now because I'll be able to manage getting the things that I need done and change the schedules around. And then I will have a lot of open time, right? Because then my partner's going to be watching him and things are going to shift. So and to be honest, like a lot of us wish we could take naps, right? Like we wish we had those breaks to do like coloring and things like that. And that's what we're going to be forced to do, right? I've already been sitting down with my son and doing some crafts, right? It is a good time, you know, looking at the positive. It is a good time to spend on ourselves individually and doing new things. Like if this whole thing of tapping is new to you or meditation you've never tried before, this is the time you got to, you know, we're looking for things to do. Why not spend some time on ourselves and help heal ourselves, not from necessarily any specific type of illness, but heal ourselves with all of our old programming and try to really better ourselves while we have all this time. While we have this time, right. Exactly. Let's take another deep breath in and out. Let's go under the nose. So I'm going to skip some spots. So what we can do is access our DNA that has stored information in it. So this is something coming from scientists about how we can hold on to information that would be considered maladaptive. So like fearing famine when obviously right now that's being triggered, right? Because people are like, oh my gosh, there won't be enough food or maybe there isn't enough food. I know in Italy, there's having some problems. Oh yeah. So it's triggering the memory that's in our DNA and we're not reacting from the present moment, right? From the majority of us, we're okay. Like we, our grocery stores, while they are out of food, they're getting food back in, right? It's mm-hmm. like things haven't completely come to a halt. Like we may have food stocked up in our cabinets or our refrigerator. Also, some of us can go for a fast. <laughs> like I was like, you know what? If the SHIT hits the fan, I'm going to do a fast. Because, you know, it, it is a good opportunity for our bodies to regenerate itself. 
but it's not for everybody. So definitely check with a doctor. So anyway, so what we can do is we can actually access the energy and information that's in our cells that is uh, maybe coming from previous generations going through a famine or some sort of crisis where they didn't have the things that they needed. So what we're going to do is we're just going to update it so we can act from the present moment versus that on a body level, like that information, that energy of panic, that trauma from maybe witnessing a lot of people going through horrible things. Like our bodies have that information, but we're in a different circumstance than we were then. And so it's really not all that helpful. A lot of this information also is being stored in our mitochondria, which are just these tiny bacteria that evolved to, to produce energy for our body. And they kind of have just one switch, on or off. So it's either growth or decay. And we want to always tell our body that we're in growth mode, like that it's okay to repair, that it's okay to make more cells, you know, and continue living and everything's going to be okay and let's heal. So let's do that update so we can literally just talk to our DNA and say, now's a different time. So this is how I phrase it and this is what works for me and for my clients and students. We're going to tap under the nose okay. and we're going to say, I now command. I now command. My multidimensional DNA. My multidimensional DNA. To update from this understanding. To update from this understanding. That my needs won't be met. That my needs won't be met. Good. Take a deep breath in and out. Right now, our bodies are getting a reset. It's releasing the energy and information that might have been stored up. And our own truth about the situation is coming in. So another take a deep breath in and out. Okay, so I feel really good about that update. Um, I do see that there's another update to be done. How do you feel, Mark? Uh, I actually feel really good. I mean, I you know we talked about probably being around a nine earlier. I'd say I'm already feeling like a three right now. Yeah, good. And so when we're at that three, it usually has to do with the familial patterns that were passed down through our DNA. So right now, what I'm noticing is that we just do need to do one on support, right? So if we tune in right now, there's this feeling of not being able to connect with the earth, really. Can you feel that right now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me what your feeling is in your whole body. Does it feel like it's only up to me, you know, like that there's that energy, that feeling. Yeah. I, there, it's more of a, what am I going to do kind of feeling if that makes sense, you know? Okay. So for me, what I'm seeing is that it's that you're feeling like it's all on me, like a lack of support. And that's what we're going to update. So maybe back in the day, obviously, they didn't have the internet. So like if there was a famine, there wasn't an internet where you could order from Amazon or you could contact neighbors. I know in our area, we have Facebook groups that um, there's a uh, chart of like who can offer what. Oh, that's you know, cool. yeah. So there's like ways of communicating, connecting, and mm -hmm. helping each other. We live now a lot closer together. I know, especially out here in Boulder, like we have pockets of people. You know, that's very dense pockets. Yep. So before, you know, let's say back, you know, a thousand years ago, whatever, whenever we would have had this programming, we probably were in just like a small tribe, and then there wasn't anybody around for a while, right? Mm -hmm. So we would have to travel far distances. You know, they didn't have Amazon, like I said. You know, mm -hmm. they didn't have cars, they didn't have hospitals, you know, things like that. So the feeling of not having support really probably was true. It was all left up to your tribe and, and whoever was left, let's say. You might have even been isolated back then and that was it. You were, they weren't going to risk the rest of the tribe to help you. I don't know. So what we want to do is we just want to update all that information. We don't want our body reacting from that kind of standpoint or that energy, right? So we're right. going to tap under the nose okay. and we're going to say, even though, 
Even though? I'm feeling this lack of support. I'm feeling this lack of support. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Even though I'm feeling this lack of support. Even though I'm feeling this lack of support. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Sometimes we just need to move out a little bit more energy before our body's really ready for that DNA update. So that's what we were doing. So let's do that. We're going to say, I now command. I now command. My multidimensional DNA. My multidimensional DNA. To update from this understanding. To update from this understanding. That I don't have the support that I need. That I don't have the support that I need. Good. Woo. Take a deep breath in and out. Whoa. You can stop tapping. Okay, Mark, how do you feel now about your situation? You went from a nine to what? I'm probably at a one or a two. Yeah, perfect. So that's where it's much easier to do the work that we need to do because um, our our brain has upshifted. So we're in our frontal lobe where we can do higher reasoning, have access to our intuition. Our body is now in rest and digest and heal. We've shifted our reticular activating system to see how we are being supported, how we probably would be fine if something did happen. We have a sense of feeling more grounded, I'm sure. Do you feel that energy now on your feet? Yeah. 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 I've told you this before and people will hear this in future episodes too. I tend to, especially when I do this with you and I work with you, I tend to get these chills that kind of go down my back and then down my legs. And during that last update, I was getting a ton of that feeling. And the other thing that people will probably hear more of is I've been dealing with back issues lately. And when we started this session, my back was killing me. And now it's feeling so much better. I wouldn't say it's perfect, but it's probably also around a one or a two where when we started, it was probably closer to a nine. Great. Uh, So think about this. A lot of people think about their back as their support system, right? It's the backbone of their body. And when we don't feel supported, we can have back issues. I certainly went through my own back issues, especially lower back issues, because I didn't feel supported at times in my life and I hadn't moved that energy yet. So this is yet another way of of how the um, energy of emotion can really translate into stuck energy in the body, which can create this pain, these tense muscles, you know, around that before we were talking on the shoulders and head and neck. Is your was your back hurting behind your heart chakra? Is that where it was hurting again, or is it yeah, lower? Yeah, kind of in between my shoulder blades. Great, yeah. So again, also um, when we have this feeling that we are alone or isolated or not having help or support, you can imagine that the chakra or the energy that's behind the heart is going to be compromised, or it could be even the front of the body that could be compromised. What's interesting about this virus is that it actually attacks the lungs and the throat. Mm -hmm. So those tend to carry information around grief or lack of love or support, meaning that when that energy is not doing well, it's usually because there's energy around grief that's stuck or a lack of support or let's say a breakup. I mean, I knew that I was already compromised going into this because I just lost my dog. And so I, I was, I'm extra vigilant around getting rid of my grief because or I shouldn't say getting rid of, that sounds terrible, but um, eliminating or releasing the grief because I know that it could make that area more compromised. The energy won't be flowing the same way because that happened and that was so recent. Right. 
So uh, what we want to do is we want to handle our energy. You know, we want to pay attention to our emotions and work on them as they come up so that we can have a very coherent field so that we can have a very strong heart rate variability so we can have a strong immune system. So these are all things that are going to work together in harmony. Like obviously there's a mind, body, spirit kind of energy that we need to work on at all times, you know, and balancing that is important. So exercising the body, eating the right foods, managing our emotions, getting the right sleep. Those are all things that are going to help to boost the immune system or help us be healthier in a total kind of way. Why don't we take a deep breath in and out and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. Take a deep breath in and out. I hope that this uh, tapping session was able to relieve some of the tension that you're holding around what's happening in this world. And feel free to comment on this video or on this podcast about what it helped you with. Thank you for doing this, Amy. You're welcome. All content provided by Amy Stark and her guests on the Ophelia Podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.